Kerry Adams and you're listening to Kerry's Connoisseurs coming to you from Solid Gold Podcasts. Here we talk to the movers and shakers, the drinkers, the dreamers and all the people who make it happen in the liquor and luxury industries from around the world. Well, good morning, everybody. Today I have a special guest in my Carrie's Connoisseurs studio. His name's James Dyke. James, hi. Thanks for joining me on Carrie's Connoisseurs. Hello, Carrie. Hope you're having a good Friday morning. I'm not having a good Friday morning, actually. It's been a very rushed and very pressured and very hectic, and the nicest part of it is sitting opposite you in the studio. How are you? No, I'm the same. My, my beautiful vintage Jeep decided to blow a radiator this morning. Ooh. Yeah, so now it doesn't only take petrol to buy the liter, it takes water apparently too. <laughs> At least water's cheap. Uh, no, listen, it's not anymore. Because we don't have That's water. Cheap. It's not as readily available as one would hope. Oh, James. Well, for anybody who doesn't know James, sorry for you. I've known James for a very long time. In fact, he, I said to somebody the other day, is part of the reason for some of this gray hair on my head here and my son were sort of mates at school together when they were growing up being naughty. And James, amongst other things, which which journey we can unpack today or at another stage, I'm not sure. James has won an, an award. He's a restaurateur. He's actually a chef and a restaurateur. He's one of the best chefs that we have in the country. And we're just proud of him. He just does extremely well. And he's just received an award from the JHP Gourmet Guide, which we're going to hear about. Because on my Connoisseurs podcast, we talk about luxury, unashamed luxury. Um, and good food and good wine certainly forms part of that. So, James, congratulations. Tell us about you. your award. Okay, so it falls, it falls under the Jenny Handy Awards, the JHP Awards. And so, so Jenny set out a number of years ago to um, to put a, a South African rating system on international benchmarks. So, as opposed to just giving people a high five and putting them in certain awards, she 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 put together certain criteria against against international standards, and I think I think she is the benchmark awards in the country now. Okay. So where do people go? Is it a digital magazine that they can download? Is it one that you can buy at exclusive books or at the airport? How do we get this gourmet guy? So it's both. You can download it. She actually won a massive international award in 2023, well, for the 23 edition, for it being one of the best online gourmet guides in the world. Yes, I saw that. So you can download it. I, I know there is a print format that does come out. Well, I looked at it and online when I knew that I was going to be chatting to you, and it's hugely impressive. I mean, it's beautifully put together. I, I was sort of um, involved in the production of a magazine, if you remember, when, when Classic took over Wine Magazine. And yes. we published that magazine for a number of years, and the amount of time and effort and energy that goes into publishing a magazine of of these proportions is huge and her the whole look and feel of it is beautiful it's, it's beautifully sort of laid out and the and the illustrations are gorgeous and the um, editorial is good so it's something i think that everybody should have on 
on their phone is is a gourmet guide app. I assume there's an app so that you can sort of go. Yeah, there is an app, and it guides you through the the, the rating process and the relevance of the restaurants and who's there. And I think I think where where Jenny's so great is is she involves the industry. So if you don't get an award that you're looking for, like if you're going for a plate or if you're going, she gives you the feedback for you to up your game and and get in line with what she's looking for. And I think that's a great way to grow chefs because we all love to win awards and sometimes we miss out and we don't know why. So how do you then re- recalibrate and realign yourself if you, are, if you aren't aware of where you drop the catch? 100%. So, so the hot performance is what? Yes. It means what? So you do something a bit different in the hot performance. So there are a number of categories in the hot performance. Um, we won it for provenance, which has always been my calling card, um, which we've it's been a journey since I opened, if you can believe it, 14 years ago. Was it 14 years ago? It, it's a lovely chance for us to get to sort of showcase what we do. We are a farm-to-fork um, community-involved project. That's what we do. So... Let's tell everybody what you're busy doing at the moment because you're forever reinventing yourself. You don't stand still for too long in any one place. Grass doesn't grow underneath JMO's feet. What are you doing at the moment? So, Carrie, I obviously took a, a significant blow during COVID. I, lost, I, I basically lost all my time. We, um, through the grace of a very kind landlord, left us with the old Cardino. And we, re, we rebuilt ourselves there. And then, the, and then this year, I was uh, put in put in touch with people I know, the Peaches, James and Vicky at the Bathalt, and they were looking for a, a, a residency at the Fine Dining Restaurant, the Peach, uh, called the Bathalt, the Peach. And we, and I decided to pitch a, a, a province-based table fine dining restaurant. So you basically running. Basalt, which is the restaurant at the Peach Hotel in Dunkel. Well, it's not. Is it's it's Birdhaven, hey? No credit for that. Uh, I, I, I'm the food offering, so it's a collaboration between the Peaches and myself and an amazing. And we and we we out to put out a, a fine dining offering. And and is it open every day there for lunch and dinner, or how does it work? So, so I'm there. I'm there Wednesday through Saturday for dinner service, uh, seating between half past six and eight, and, um, and we run you through between, and it varies between a seven and a, a, a six course tasting menu, depending where we at and what we're serving, and our menu changes every five to six weeks. And Jenna, how how's it going? I mean, is it full? Are you busy there? It's, 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 it's a lot busier than I thought I'd be. Is it? Um, I, 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 I didn't know. I've been out of the fine dining game since I left Richard Carson's in Cape Town in 2008. And I obviously came back to my own feet and refined dining and farm table through Cubes and Il Contadino and the National Federal and Douglas and Hale. Um, and... 
getting back into fine dining was a journey, and, and I'm certainly growing as a chef, and are we growing, we growing with our customers? Incredible. Yeah, because restaurant, the restaurant business in South Africa, anyway, and I, I do happen to know across the world is changing monthly. You know, people the the requirements are very different now to what they were when you first started your restaurants. Il Contadino still remains one of my favorite go-to places. It's still open every day? Every day. So, except Mondays, we we lunch and dinner Tuesday, Tuesday to Saturday. Mm-hmm. Breakfast, breakfast, lunch and dinner Friday, Saturday. And, and breakfast and lunch on a Sunday. Sure. It's quite a, it's quite a punishing schedule that you've given yourself, James. Mm-hmm. Ach, Carrie, you know what? It's after the after the hammering that I took over COVID, and I took it in a, a, a heavy financial and personal way. I'm just so grateful to have another go. Yes, and and really and really show what we can do. I think that things are changing. I think things are getting better. Don't you feel that it's maybe it's just because we won the rugby last weekend? I don't know, but it's just feeling a little bit better. Yeah, what do you think? I think, Carrie. I think it's better in, in many ways. I think we our outlook has to um, have to be adjusted, and I and I and I and I truly believe that we need to embrace our customers. Mm. I think you know if you just come to, you know for a coffee and a croissant or a seven course at the Basalt, people are looking for perception of value. Yeah, and you need to look after everyone equally. Yeah, you do. And I think that service levels need to be seriously looked at in this country because for me, the only thing that really sets you apart, certainly in retail, well, there are two things, is offering and service. So, um, but as you say, even if you're only offering a croissant that you've bought in from somebody else, um it needs to be offered with love and passion and attention, you know, and just offer, the, offer it in the best possible way. I think service levels in South Africa really need to be, maybe across the world as well, you know, everybody's got a sort of an entitlement at this stage of the game. Your customer pays your salary at the end of the day. You better, be, you better believe it. No, 100%. But I think, I think there needs to be an, embracement, an embracing of service culture. And I think that's from both customer and 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 and, and the person providing the service. Mm. You know, I think there needs to be a respect shown both ways. And 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 I, and I think if, if there's that mutual respect, I think the actual experience is just heightened all around. Mm. So now we're talking, we're talking sort of casual luxury at Il Contadino and not so casual luxury at the Peach. Are people, how can I put it, are people still happy that there are nice levels of restaurant or do we all have to to sort of sing off the same hymn sheet, which is what's happening in every industry across the world. Nobody's allowed to be better than anybody else. Everybody has to be the same. If you stick your head up, head and shoulders above the rest, does it, does it help or impede you? I think, Carrie. I, I think I think something that I've learned through fine dining is you're putting yourself on the plate. 
and 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 people are obviously entitled to their opinions, and and you have to respect people people's opinions, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 take what you can from every complaint or or misconception, and take it as a positive. Grow from it. Good or bad, but you but you you you've got to really embrace. The customer, as you said, and they are they are for your customers. So we, you know, I think this is the era of love your customer or don't love your business. Uh, yeah. I think you know, you, but but that be, but but that being said, Carrie, I think you got to stick to your guns. Yeah, oh, do definitely. what you do well. You have to stick to your knitting. As soon as you, as soon as you get out of your lane, unless you've really, really made a very, very big in in depth sort of journey into changing your lane don't do it just stick to your lane you know what you do best jmo tell me something the jhp gourmet guide um they they sort of cite themselves as being the country's top um guide of this description and and they subscribe to international standards with that in mind what's ever happened about michelin star ratings in south africa so, so Kerry, the, 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 the JHP guide is built on the back of the mission. And their, 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 their rating criteria isn't much different. Okay. But, 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 but I think the Michelin guide got a bit loose because they were built for Europe. If you remember, the, the structure was one star warranted a stop, two star was warranted a teacher, and three star warranted a trip. Mm. That's it. It was Michelin trying to sell tires. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, there were Michelin stars in America, and there were Michelin stars in, in the East. And I think Jenny did the right thing, where she went to Australian route, and they never took Michelin on. They, they went one hat, two hat, three hat, but they, but they drew, drew, drew it up to criteria in their own country. Okay, and I think that is absolutely invaluable. Yeah, it's true. It does sort of, it does sort of make it. Um, well, it validates it within the country, really, doesn't it? So, 100%. so her her criteria that have to be met for say one plate. What does that equal? Yes. So, so one plate is is exceptional food, exceptional service on on an, an exceptional environment on a consistent basis, and that's where I really respect the JHP. It's based on consistency and consistency mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. They don't have a judging period, okay. so they don't say we are judging your restaurant from January to April or whatever, like some guides do. They, they do it over the whole year and they just drop in and they just check the consistency. And I think... And do you know that key. they're coming? Do you know they're coming or do they have a whole lot of... So this year was different for me because they let us know she was coming because because of my recent appointment to the Basalt. So so she just, she just wanted to see because the Basalt was a two-plated establishment last year. And then uh, Chef Candice left um, to go to continue her food journey, and and so so they, they just came to us, phones check up on us, and, and just see what my ethos was going forward. 
Okay. So I think that's why we 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 we, we qualified for a horse performance award because it was a recent appointment. Okay. We still we still have to find our consistency. Okay, you will, and you you pretty much enjoying what you're doing there. Hey, we're not going to hear that uh, you've moved to Kathmandu in six months' time and you opening up a no 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 an no. Ashram. I think, uh, me, and, me and four dogs and me will be moving anywhere <laughs> soon. Um, <laughs> But, 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 no, we're good. Jamo, congratulations. Yes. We're very proud to have you. And and you and David Higgs. And I shouldn't yes. be so exclusive. There are a lot of other, there are a lot more of you as well. But you two are just two of my very favorite boys in the, in the, in the kitchen. You stay in Gauteng, which is so brilliant. So thank you for us. Everybody else buggers off to Cape Town or the Bush or New Bethesda or, you know, something. And and uh, something trendy. I love that you stayed in, in Johannesburg and you look after all of us. So thank you for that. But before I say goodbye to you, you and I have always for many years done on whatever show that I've been involved with. Yes. What's Chef James doing for Christmas? So so Christmas is always a very cool time for Chef James because he goes away with the family. And, I know. Uh, obviously, being the chef, I'm the that cook. So... So we, so we always go to our beach house. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, a Christmas hybrid, I suppose. Okay. So there will be, um, there will be some beautifully, sustainably farmed oysters on the Christmas table. We then take. Why can't we? Up. Can't we have wild ones anymore? Um, I no, I just think it's for me. It's I think you know I've got this very interesting concept of fish farming and, and wild and if you can get a, an equal product that doesn't hurt the environment let the wild be the wild the wild needs to be killed yeah and farm farm is the band-aid that the sea needs right now very good point so we're going to have some we're going to have some sustainably farmed oysters we like that i like yeah oysters. so some sustainably farmed oysters we'll then um move on i always go deep fishing what do you do with your oysters just just by the way, do you just take them out the water and eat them? So yeah, so lime, so lime, a bit of shallots and red wine vinegar, mm. and some freshly baked bread. Simple. Good enough to eat. What are we doing yeah. then? Then, um, then we'll do some some. We'll have some some beautiful fish. We'll do some viche of some kind, either tuna or dorado. Do you do you catch it yourself? Yes. With a spear. Did you tell me you were about to tell me you go spear fishing? Do you catch those things with a spear? No, 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 no. Deep sea. So on a rod. <laughs> no, no, no. Carry on. What a great swimmer. <laughs> so we'll, so, we, so we, we go fishing every week when we're down there. So we'll have some form of fresh lionfish. And then we pull out the bright side classics. Gee. So we'll take a beautiful pork belly down. We'll gammonize, I say gammonize it. So we'll boil it in a bit of ginger beer, honey, glaze it and roast it in the oven. Mm. And then we'll do some roast duck. Roast duck? Roast duck. No you. turkeys on the farm. They're too stupid. You are Mr. Roast Duck. I love your roast duck. So no Christmas pudding, no traditional Christmas cake. Are you going to make a pudding? No, so generally that falls into mom's hands. Okay. And uh, Jonas got renowned for her baking. 
So, Jen, uh, we'll probably be uh, Woolworths Christmas pudding with some beautiful homemade ice cream. She does make beautiful old school hand whisk condensed milk ice cream. I do and too. Then, uh, and a beautifully uh, brandy infused uh, board Christmas cake. Don't tell her not to buy the Christmas cake. I am baking Christmas cakes on Sunday. And I will. Will you let Jennifer? I will bake you. I'll bake you, Dykes, a Christmas cake for Christmas this year. Amazing. Done. Deal. That's to say thank you for talking Done. to me on Carrie's Connoisseurs. You're a champion. You're an absolute darling. We love your restaurants. We love your food. Can anybody still hire you for private chefing, by the way? Or don't you have time for that anymore? So we do have a private company called Il Shingalia, meaning the wild boar. And we do do functions from 8 to 20. Um, and and that's more bespoke fine dining chefs at home. Okay. And they can get hold of you via Il Contadino or The Peach. Via Il Contadino or my email address, Coots at Coots. Which is my personal email. Okay. My darling James, we're proud of you. You never, ever disappoint us. Have a brilliant... I'll see you before Christmas, I'm sure. Even if yes. only to give you, you your you Christmas cake. And we'll catch up. Yes. Okay, my darling. Lots of luck and lots of love. We're very, very pleased for you with your award. Thank you so much, Carrie. Yes. Bye.